This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I take responsibility for my uh, decision to do that. I shouldn't have done it. I should have known better. Uh, It was something that... Uh, I didn't think was racist at the time, but now I recognize um, it was something racist to do, and I am deeply sorry. Who knew that the latest and biggest bozo eruption would come straight from the top? I sure didn't. That was not on my bingo card for this federal election campaign. So it turns out Liberal leader Justin Trudeau has really enjoyed himself in years past by putting on dark makeup and going to events and going to parties. Now, I'm not outraged by this per se, but here's how I do feel. When I see these pictures, I shake my head, mainly because of the amount of sheer stupidity that I see on display. That huge smile on his face that suggests how much he is enjoying himself and thinks that this is all hilarious and okay. This is someone who grew up surrounded by some of the smartest people in the country and somehow unbelievably, he still thought that putting on this dark makeup on his face and dressing up was a great grand old time. Like, we can't tell you're dressed up as Aladdin already with the clothes that you're wearing in that costume? It speaks to a level of entitlement, this assumption of privilege, where the person who's doing it just figures everyone is going to find it as hilarious and amusing as he does. I've dressed up in plenty of costumes in my lifetime, and one year I remember I was Wonder Woman. Did I paint my face white? Uh, no, I did not. One year, I was Princess Leia. Coincidentally, that was the same year the brown face picture was taken of Trudeau while he was a teacher at West Point Gray Academy. Did I paint my face white that year? Um, no. Why not? Because my face is not white. Period. And I would never assume that painting my face a different color is something that other people would even find funny. Why is that funny? I mean, we don't have the same awful history associated with blackface in the United States, but I think we can all agree that painting your face another color as a costume or a joke is a bad idea. Just don't do it. You are demonstrating a singular lack of respect for people whose skin is not the same color as yours by turning it into some kind of costume that you can take on and take off at will. We can't do that. This is not a fun costume. For the rest of us, this is just the color of our skin. And as Jagmeet Singh pointed out last night, this is really about the kids who see that and think it's okay to behave like that. I was thinking, you know, there are a lot of kids out there of all different backgrounds who maybe think they can't be prime minister one day because perhaps their grades aren't good enough or they don't feel smart enough. To them, I would say, kids... Don't sell yourself short because the grinning happy man in several brown and blackface photos today really should have known better even back then. And he still became prime minister for the last four years. Whether he still will be a month from now, that is up to the rest of you. And that is actually what we're going to be talking about in the next little while. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau is expected to make comments about this again coming up shortly. He's going to be having a media availability in the next half hour or so. But we want to talk about some of the political fallout from this. Joining us now, Global News reporter Amanda Connolly. Amanda, thanks very much for being here. Thank you for having me. 
Do you get a sense of, is there a lot of damage control being done in the Liberal Party right now? Like, how worried are they about this, do you think? I think that damage control really is the, the right word for this right now. They're in crisis mode. This is a huge bombshell that came out last night, of course, because it goes right to the very heart of the Trudeau brand, that brand that you're talking about that is all about you know diversity and inclusion and respect for everyone. And th- just to have some, something like this come out that uh, casts doubt on the sincerity of all of that really is damaging in a time when they need, they are trying very hard to court um, a range of voters, particularly youth voters right now, who need to come out, who need to vote for the Liberals if they want to be re-elected. Um, and of course, we know that you know, we see a lot of youth activism, a lot of youth engagement on things like um, equality and, and things like that. And so you really have to look at this and say, um, you know, will this have an impact on the number of, of youth and general progressive voters who feel that they can cast a ballot for Trudeau on October 21st? Right. So how did this come about? Why did, like, after all these years of prime minister for four years, liberal leader for a couple of years before that, Amanda, why now? That really is the big question. And of course, this story broke in Time magazine last night. They were crediting it to a Vancouver businessman who came forward, who, who uh, claimed to have gone to the same school, West Point Gray Academy in Vancouver, that Trudeau was teaching at uh, and brought this photo to their attention. So we do not yet know exactly um, who that individual was. Uh, and that really, again, the, the timing of this really is an unanswered question in terms of um, how this wasn't found until now. Uh, certainly when you have individuals who are in this kind of a public uh, public stage, public role, you do generally tend to find out a lot about their past as they progress through that role. Um, and that certainly is one of the questions that we're looking at now. But again, it's, it's very uncertain right now as to the exact timing of this, uh, why it didn't come out you know, earlier through the, mm-hmm. uh, the mandate and things like that. Right. Okay. So they're obviously going to be talking about this again. And other party leaders have also been responding, haven't they? They have. Yes. So we heard from conservative leader Andrew Scheer as well a couple of times now. He's been saying that this is yet another uh, yet another piece of evidence that Justin Trudeau is not fit to govern. Uh, and particularly, we, we heard from him today as well saying that um, because Justin Trudeau had said in his press conference last night that there were uh, there was one other case where this had happened, so roughly a total of two uh, times that he had done this. Uh, and, of course, we learned this morning when Global News exclusively was able to report that there is, in fact, a third case here. We had exclusive video um, of a third incident in which uh, Mr. Trudeau was appearing to be dressed in, in dark-colored makeup on his skin. Uh, and so Shear is saying that that casts doubt on whether he's telling the truth about any of this. Uh, Jagmeet Singh, of course, the NDP leader as well, saying this is extremely hurtful to Canadians who uh, come from diverse backgrounds, who are seeing this kind of thing coming from the, the individual who leads our country. And, and of course, the, the risk there, he, he was suggesting, is that this becomes normalized, that it becomes an acceptable form of behavior when, of course, it's not. Right. Okay. Do you think this, this changes the election campaign at this point, Amanda? It's certainly changing everything right now. We saw the Liberals basically cancel their schedule for the day today. Um, everything on the itinerary was essentially wiped off. Uh, Trudeau is set to hold a media availability just moments from now, of course, and we're expecting to hear a little bit more uh, potentially detail about this latest revelation at that. But right now, it certainly has knocked the Liberals off message. And the, the risk here is that in a campaign as short as this, every single day matters. And any day that you're not talking about your agenda and your policies is a day that Canadians aren't hearing what you want to what you want to do for them. That's so true, Amanda. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. It's Amanda Connolly, our global news reporter, uh, covering this story uh, from the campaign trail as well in Ottawa. All right, we're talking about what's going on out there today. You know, the federal election campaign started out kind of quiet. 
And we, I remember when we were talking about, so what are we going to be doing with the election campaign? Well, we thought, well, if something comes up, then we'll cover it. Otherwise, we're not going to be chasing everybody every day to talk about what they promise and all that kind of stuff. Well, here we are. Something really did happen. And we are talking about it because it is the big story. And you know, and I know a lot of people out there are kind of rolling their eyes and going, oh, it's the Americanization of the Canadian media. Uh, no, this is an international story. It is, it is on every single, every website I went to yesterday evening, whether it was The Guardian, whether it was The New York Times, whether it was the BBC, whether it was the Daily Mail, this was the top story. The New York Post, this was the top story. You name it. Every single media outlet that I went to last night is covering uh, this Justin Trudeau situation where he finds himself wearing brown face and black face in old pictures to the point where he said he doesn't even remember how many times he did it. He got asked that repeatedly at this press conference where he's still talking, uh, where he was asked, listen, how many of these pictures or situations are there? And he said he didn't want to say because he said one of the pictures that came up last night, he didn't even remember that one. So... Who knows what else is out there at that point. So let's just walk through some of the things just to sum up kind of what we heard from him uh, today. He said it simply, he said, don't call it makeup, call it what it was. So exactly how many times have you darkened your skin with makeup in an act that you have yourself described as racist? Uh, I uh, shared the uh, moments that I recollected, uh, but I recognize that uh, it is something absolutely unacceptable to do. Uh, and yeah, I, I appreciate calling it makeup, but it was blackface, uh, and that is just not right. It is something that uh, people who live with the kind of discrimination uh, that far too many people do because of the color of their skin, uh, or their history, or their origins, or their language, or their religion, uh, face on a regular basis, and uh, I didn't see that from the layers of privilege that I have. Uh, and for that, I am deeply sorry, and I apologize. So he went on, made many more comments. Also, we want to ask you, though, in light of all of this, in light of what has happened in the last 24 hours, has any of this changed how you intend to vote in the election on October the 21st? Are you reconsidering your vote? Do you remain decided that you've already figured this out, you're good? Or do you remain undecided that you're still unsure? Well, check out our hot question of the day. You'll find it at, at CKNW or at SimiSarah980 on Twitter. You can email me your thoughts on that as well, Simi at CKNW.com. Let's break down uh, what has been going on this morning with the help of our next guest, Abigail Beeman, who's the Global National Ottawa Correspondent. Abigail, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. What did you think of what you heard from the Liberal leader there? Well, we were all uh, waiting to see. I'm currently traveling with the uh, New Democrats, so we are uh, all on the bus, and everybody was just waiting to see, you know, would he double down uh, on this apology? Would he say something else? Uh, And that's what he did. He, you know, reiterated what he said earlier, but uh, surprising to me that there wasn't a a better answer when he was yelled at multiple times. Are we talking more than three times, more mm-hmm. than three times, which is something that you that you referred to. Uh, he did then, that, so that was the first time he, he just ignored that sort of yelled question. He was then asked again uh, for the specifics of how many times this has happened. And he said, I'm wary of being definitive about it uh, because the recent pictures, as you mentioned, that had come out, he had not remembered them. Uh, so, so interesting to hear that he's not 
uh, putting a number on it. And as you say, that just leaves this question in the air hanging of are, are more things going to, going to come out uh, and what is the next uh, step here? Right. How have the other campaigns been reacting? You said you're with the NDP campaign. What is the feeling there today? That's right. Well, so last night we heard a very emotional statement from NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. He, his voice cracked. He became quite emotional when he said that he was thinking about all of the, especially young people affected by racism who can't necessarily fight back or, or speak out. Uh, and he wanted to send a clear message for them. Uh, don't give up on Canada. So it was a, it was a very raw and genuine moment from him last night. He's since spoken, been asked about it quite a number of times. He had some uh, regional interviews this morning, uh, followed by uh, uh, two media availabilities. And he was less emotional today uh, from Jagmeet Singh, but still just as affected by this. And he has uh, been praised for for how he's uh, responded to this situation. Does it change anything, Abigail, do you think, for the NDP or for the Conservatives in terms of how they approach this campaign? I think it does. I think in terms of uh, Jagmeet Singh, the leadership on this, how he responded, you know, he responded right away as this was breaking. He was asked about it and he met it head on. Andrew Shearer, we had to wait a couple of hours uh, last night for a response from him. And he came out and said that, you know, this was just as racist in 2001 as it is in 2019, but it was a very short, uh, brief brief statement. So I think it is a turning point for Jagmeet Singh. People have been impressed by uh, how he has handled this. Uh, but uh, it's still too early to tell, you know, exactly the impact this is going to have uh, on the election and, and on the campaign right. moving forward. You expect, though, as you said, he will talk more about this today. Uh, Mr. Singh? Yes. Uh, so so not anymore today. We, we did hear from him several times this morning on this. We're not expecting to hear more from him today. But, of course, on the campaign, things move pretty right. quickly. And whether, you know, there's a decision uh, in light of, of uh, Justin Trudeau's recent comments to, to say something else, that, that could change. Right. Okay. So then moving forward, have you noticed any changes on the campaign trail? We've also heard over the last week or so, Abigail, that people were saying, oh, you know, the NDP doing better than they thought they were going to. How has that feeling translated sort of within the campaign? Right. So you really see it in terms of how Jagmeet Singh is able to connect with people. So and I'm talking completely outside of, mm-hmm. of this Trudeau issue. When he is face to face with voters, he performs very strongly. Uh, we've now seen him do that at a couple of town halls. Uh, he is very warm uh, with the crowd. It, you know, it almost reminds me of when we saw Trudeau come out in, in 2015 and how he engaged with town halls uh, and was, uh, was applauded for how he was able to interact with people and be very natural. And that's the tough thing when you're a politician under the spotlight all the time. How do you, how do you make it feel natural? He has been able to do that. And I think it resonates. I think the issue so far uh, with the NDP and this, again, outside of um, this issue that's currently unfolding is there just hasn't been that much exposure to voters. So a lot of events have been quite small. I wrote an analysis piece about how they didn't really maximize their time in Quebec, Quebec being so critical uh, to Singh's campaign, to the future of the NDP. Uh, So there has been, you know, a lack of exposure to voters, but he does very well when he's interacting with people uh, in a very natural, genuine way. All right, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Abigail, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That is Abigail Beeman, who's the Global National Ottawa Correspondent. She, in this campaign, is right now covering the NDP uh, and their and the party and, and how they are uh, behaving and what they're doing during this uh, election campaign.